Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They're Aperba, Nate Hansen, Rock the Green, Andy Herbrandt, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Kelby Goodman, Greg Wallen, Zach Duren, Daniel, and Cara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on here at the podcast. Eric, cue up that music. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the dairy state. We are your hosts, I am Eric. And I'm Russ. And today we are talking about a pretty cool product that you can find at a bunch of different places here in the state. We are talking about not ice cream, but we are talking about custard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's because it's chilly outside. It really got me in the in the feeling. I don't know why it is, but for some reason, always right around this time of year, I think about, damn, I kind of want some custard. And it is so damn good, and we make it so well. And there's so many different places that we can find it here. So we're going to give you not only the history of custard, a little background on what it is, and how it's different from other things. Plus, so we're going to talk about the best places. The to best get places custard. in the state of Wisconsin. We're going to talk about the best places to do it. And uh, we also have, uh, of course, great Wisconsin music, Verona Grove. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, their music, where they're from. And then we're going to obviously give you a little taste. We're going to throw a song your way. Well, of course, we have a beer review. Why wouldn't we? And oh, uh, I mean, we can't. We can't stop. You know. Is what we make, other than custard, really well. We make beer really well, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, and we have another edition of How Many Locals You Have. Um, and, uh, of course, if you haven't already done so, please like, subscribe, rate, review, do all that sort of stuff on whatever platform you choose to listen to this podcast. We really sure appreciate that. Uh, that small act really, really helps us out uh, more than uh, more than we can even probably uh, make you understand in, in just words. Uh, hey, go to our website, WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com, and you can check out ways to become a patron over at Patreon. There's links to that, as well as a link to our T Public site, which is where you can snag some really sweet merch with uh, our logo on it. That's T-shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, undie pants, uh, socks, mugs, all the different stuff. Um, please, please go uh, over there and check all of that stuff out. Again, that's WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. Um, Russ, why don't, can we just march right in? Can we just get into the custard? I'm yeah. starving about it so right I, now. You know what's crazy is like a lot of people actually don't know what custard is. I, I'll i be honest. I don't know the it's exact It's delicious, difference. but let's talk about what it is. Right. So actually, custard is usually a sweetened milk, cheese, or cream cooked with an egg or egg yolk to thicken it. And sometimes a starch like flour, cornstarch, or gelatin is added. And obviously, we've heard about it in Eau Claire's, right? Like those like delicious little pastries. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And custard actually has its dates all the way to the Middle Ages. 
Um, and it's actually the crustade, is the French referred to as a crust of a tart. And mm. crostata is the Italian word for custard. And actually, you know what? We have some of the best custard restaurants here in Wisconsin. 100%. And custard has taken off, especially in the last years. Milwaukee is like the unofficial custard capital of the world. I believe it. I believe it wholeheartedly. I mean, uh, most of the best places I have experienced custard in my lifetime has been right in uh, the Milwaukee area. So... Yeah, and, and you know what? It's it's amazing, and like, obviously, frozen custard is the way to go. It's cold oh, right yeah. now, but still, frozen custard is amazing. Well, that's the thing, you know. I don't know what it is about uh, custard and this time of year, um, but for some reason, uh, it starts to get thirties, twenties, you know, possibly even into the teens, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, God, I kind of want a little bit of a frozen dish. And uh, custard is, is just always so good. Plus, at most of these places, you get um, these uh, amazing burgers and stuff, too, which always helps, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. You get a hot meal with a little custard after. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and you know, I'm not exactly a huge dessert person, necessarily. Not huge into sweets. Um, but there's something about custard with, you know, maybe a few toppings on it, if you will, that... Uh, changes my entire perception of of dessert i love it so we're talking about seven places that you need to try in wisconsin for custard in some of these yeah. we, we've we've been to pretty much every single one of these as custard lovers ourselves yeah and the first one is call the caps we're talking about caps um cops frozen custard uh obviously a staple around the uh, milwaukee area um absolutely was uh, uh the first custard stand in the state to offer uh, a flavor of the day. So if you've heard the term flavor of the day, you got to understand that that cops was the originator there. I mean, Culver's like when you drive past every single day, you'll oh. see the sign lit up with yep. like, the new flavor of the day. Eric, what is one of your favorites? Oh, um, anything with like the, the caramel pecan stuff is freaking phenomenal. See, I'm like as white as it gets. I really love vanilla anything. Oh, yeah. If, here's the thing. If I'm ordering custard on like a normal day like any normal day it's just going to be plain vanilla custard plain jing dude absolutely and, and and here's the thing i think it's arguably the most delicious thing you can possibly eat uh it is absolutely amazing even just vanilla ice cream i don't prefer ice cream i do prefer custard i like that it's thicker it doesn't melt as easy it's it's an amazing product um but just that kind of straight up uh vanilla is is it's sweet enough for me. It is. It really is. And do you like the natural vanilla or do you like actually vanilla vanilla? Because like the natural vanilla is actually a beaver anal gland. Right. Just for those that don't know. Yeah. When you, I mean, here's the thing. You can go to the store and you can get real vanilla and it costs like a million dollars. You can get vanilla extract, which costs less. And I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, that I'm I'm one way or the other. Whatever they use in most of these places, it's, it's all good. Me. I guess I'll I'll even eat a eat out a beaver's ass. I guess. Yeah, so. if you want to. That's weird. <laughs> Would you just rather have some custard? <laughs> but so again, cops, Milwaukee staple. Uh, there's uh, definitely a couple locations for sure. I know the Highway 100 one is kind of a common stop for us. That's like the one that I've been to a million times. Uh, there's also one, I believe, out here towards like Brookfield area too. So uh, plenty of, of uh, places to stop and get cops custard. Uh, 
and, and amazing stuff. And obviously the originator of the flavor of the day. So gotta gotta shout out to our homies there. Don't nine one one, but definitely call the cops and get some of that frozen custard. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, number number two on the list here. We've got Le Dukes, and uh, let's talk about the fact that uh, the pictures that they have here look absolutely phenomenal. Um, one of them reminds me of the, remember the old uh, uh, strawberry dream bar or whatever with oh, the yeah. little white crunchies on the outside? That's what that one on the top left looks like to me. Fresh strawberries, those little white, you know, crumblies. Oh, God, it looks so damn good. Um, but it, it's an understated custard in sandwich shop. Uh, it's in Waukesha. Uh, kind just of the west home of, of the pod now. Right, the new exactly. home of the pod. Um, they pride themselves on their homemade mix. Uh, anything with vanilla is uh, definitely a bet. I mean, you can you can get that no matter what. Um, and and they have Sundays shakes. I mean, it's it's a a stop that I guarantee is sure to please everybody in the minivan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you got all those kids after the soccer practice, exactly. You better stop at Leduc's. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Um, next, we've got a place. That is, I believe, considered like, I mean, it is like... It's the one you talk about often. It's the number one, in my opinion. Uh, if you can get in line fast enough and you want to wait, Leon's. It's right Leon's. over by St. Luke's. All right. Um, it is. It literally rivals cops for Milwaukee's favorite custard stand. Uh, I think most often you're probably going to hear a lot of Wisconsinites talk about Leon's or cops. Especially in they're the Milwaukee, they're kind area. of the rivals, right? Like they're right. kind of headbutters. Exactly, and and of course, I mean, why not? The only difference is Leon's has, I, I believe, just one location. That's the one. So, like, if you're gonna go, you got to get in line, basically. Yeah, Leon's, and and of course, anytime you drive by, it doesn't really matter, you know, what time of day or or what season they they tend to have a line. There is a a a huge crowd out at Leon's all the time. Uh, they began serving custard uh, in the city uh, since uh, in 1942. Before World War II. Huh? And literally uh, have been serving that, that whole time. So um, it, it just an amazing an amazing stand with cool history. Uh, their menu is, is definitely nothing fancy, but their quality speaks for itself. Uh, probably easily some of the best custard I've ever had. Uh, plus, they feature not just uh, two, but three constant flavors. They've got chocolate, vanilla, and then butter pecan, which butter pecan is is one of those ones that I, I good, love. Pretty good. I, you don't get it every time. I'm a vanilla guy. I, see, that's so the thing. So, like, I'll have to try butter pecan one of these days. That's what I'm saying. If, if you enjoy the sweet and salty, butter pecan is, is great. Um, you're going to get the perfect mix, in my opinion, especially from Leon's. Um, they do have a flavor of the day as well. Obviously, we got to – that's cops. So they stole a little thing from their rival, but at the same time, uh, they're serving up what I consider to be the best custard in the state um, over at Leon's. And so uh, with that, I believe they can they can steal the flavor of the day if they want. They're saying F the cops. Right? Yeah, F cops, man. <laughs> Leon's. <laughs> Leon's. Leon's. F the cops. Leon's, the original uh, OG uh, of the F and the cops. NWA of freaking Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Now we've got number four on this list here. It's a place called Not Licked Yet. Ooh, this is that's uh, a spicy name. Yeah, exactly. So getting a little uh, getting a little out there, right? So um, this is located in Fish Creek. Not Licked Yet is it's a family owned and operated custard stand. 
that emphasizes a kid-friendly, fun environment. I like the name, though. Not a, not super kid-friendly. Not the name is, is probably not as kid-friendly as they think. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's okay. I don't think the kids understand it. They will. They At will. At some point, yeah. Mark my words. There's a, there's a point when they're going to mature enough and they're going to be like, oh, boy, that's a little Whoa. dangerous. Whoa. Shit. Um <laughs> It's a great outside eating area. Uh, it's a kind of a fairy tale feel, if you will, decorated with a lot of local artwork and things. On Fridays, they actually host a farmer's market uh, and custard karaoke. Russ, we've got to get over there to do that. Um, and, and Little ditty about <laughs> custard and ice cream. Oh, yeah. Butter pecan, a vanilla dream. <laughs> it's nice, dude. Yep. Cooking so, it, cooking it out. It, it, it's it, the, the whole experience is not just about the, the the custard, in my opinion, which kind of steals the show. Uh, you know the the whole environment is cool, uh, but I think it kind of overshadows the fact that you're there for this delicious custard. I think it's good. Is it the best? I don't know. They do offer the Door County Sunday, which features Door County's famous cherries. That's pretty cool that they actually use the cherries from there. right. And, and in my opinion, that is something that I like. Uh, of course, Door County cherries are what I think to be the, the most sweet and the most sour somehow in the same package. Uh, some of the best cherries I've ever eaten. Oh, for sure. And now mix that with some custard. I'm in. You sold me. Uh, now, number five, Russ. This one was right down the street from my apartment in, in uh, the uh, Tosa area there. Um, it's called Gillies. What did you think of Gillies? I love Gillies. Now, the thing is, they also have some of the best hamburgers that I've ever had. Pretty um, good, huh? Absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to have to check this out. I mean, it is, it's a, a dream as far as it goes. It is uh, a, such a great place. Um, and, and I'll tell you, there were many nights when you're like, what do we do for dinner? I don't know. I don't really feel like making anything. Uh, do you want this? Do you want that? No. Let's just let's just go down to Gillies, and it's never a wrong decision. I'm telling you, man, this is this is delicious shit. Not only do they have the burgers that you want, but they also have custard, man. It is, it's it's literally the full package. Now you've been to restaurants, and there, you know, what do they always end up with? They always try to ask you, and uh, do you save room for dessert tonight? Probably I mean, not. Most of the time, it's no. I didn't. At Gillies, yeah, I did. Give it to me. I'm ready for this. I'm gonna wreck baby. this whole belt line and everything. Um, I'm gonna work myself into a whole new fucking wardrobe right you're gonna, now. You're gonna blow up the hone. I'm gonna blow up the fucking hone with my ass, dude. Um, but uh, oldest custard stand in Milwaukee. Gillies first opened 1938. Uh, it's a drive-in diner, so it's it's got that feel. You drive up, it's kind of like you know they're gonna roller skate out to you, It'd probably trip and fuck up your vehicle or something. Put a nice little fucking face dent in the side of your Pontiac. Um, it's a fifties fuck up. It is a fifties fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, I just car hopped your fucking shit, dude. I just fucking wrecked my neck on your fifties. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wrecking neck, era. fucking GTO. No, no. <laughs> but it is a neighborhood favorite. Uh, again, kind of like. Uh, with Leon's there's there's always a line you're not going to get your shit immediately uh they take their time they ha- they handcraft everything which is is, is this a one-stop shop too oh Gilly's yeah this is only a one-stop okay. yeah and uh they they have uh, a thing called 
those things. It's a cookie custard sandwich dipped in chocolate. That sounds pretty phenomenal. Um, those things are phenomenal. Again, we're calling it those things because that is what it is named. We're not just saying those things. We're just saying that that is what it is. Uh, and it's something that they make and they are known for. And hey, if you if you want to try something a little different, if you don't just want to have a scoop, two scoops, maybe you know a triple scoop, get to those things. And I guarantee you're, you're going to be happy with it. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, uh, I would absolutely urge everybody if you're over near like um, if you're over by the zoo, this place is right down the street. Leave in the zoo, save save your appetite, and go to Gillies. You're you're not going to be disappointed. It is an absolute fan favorite, neighborhood favorite, and uh, as the oldest custard stand in Milwaukee, they can't be wrong. So check it out. Um, they also have uh, uh, amazing. Uh, uh, they do have some in, indoor seating. It's it's small, but uh, and their parking lot's not the the best either. But uh, uh, if you can, you can stick around. I mean, you'll see some cool people watching too. There's a lot of neat stuff going on around there. <laughs> uh, number six on the list, Russ. What do we got here? We got Roberts Day. We got Roberts Robert, going on. Robert. Can you tell us about Roberts, Eric? Yeah. So if you're uh, in a rush, you can opt for the drive-through and grab a shake, which is great. Um, no need to order it extra heavy. The regular ones are already thick. These babies, you ain't sucking this fucker through a Shit's straw. Thick. Shit is thick, bro. Double C. <laughs> um, you're definitely gonna have to eat it with a spoon. That's what we're saying. You're okay. gonna have to spoon this bad bad boy out. It's uh. So this is one I actually haven't been to. Uh, this have you one been the Roberts. I have not. I've heard plenty about it. Uh, individuals tell me about this place because uh, we have a lot of people writing in about things uh, that we should talk about on the show. Custard is one of them, obviously, uh, being a staple of uh, of Wisconsin, uh, and you can find it literally in every single city, I think, uh, in some towns too. Um, Roberts is one of those ones that has kind of come up as as something that. Uh, and this one's actually pretty close to my mom's in Germantown. Mm-hmm. So is this this must be a single. A single place that you can go to in Germantown, Wisconsin. Exactly. Actually, the drummer from Fall Out Boy is from Germantown. He is. So yeah. write us, dude, if you've been to Roberts. And uh, so Roberts, again, it, it it's not one that you hear about all the time. It doesn't really show up on the list as often as Leon's or Gilly's. Um, it's another one, though, too, where you can kind of get, like, burgers and stuff. And like, They do a have lot an of indoor seating area, too. Yeah, the indoor nice. seating, you can get, like, salads, burgers, and obviously the custard is what takes the cake, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're known for. And the thing is, is that if you're in a hurry, you can go to the drive-thru. That is an option. Whereas Gillies, you know, you can call ahead, I think. I've never done a drive-thru there. I don't think it exists. I think it's a call ahead, and then there is a pickup window, but it's not a true drive-through feel you know um and same with leon's i don't even think they offer anything about calling ahead you just got to show up you got to go up to the window and you got to just order uh it's kind of a first come first serve thing you know as far as that goes um cops same thing uh they do have a drive-through at some locations i don't think at all uh especially the highway 100 one no drive-through you got to go in and sometimes at cops it can be a little convoluted they have a window where you can order food or a, a, a side of the, the um, counter that you can order food, and then they have a side of the counter that you order your, your stuff, your uh, custard and, and desserts. So very convoluted. I don't like it. I stay away from cops as much as I can. Um, I enjoy the other uh, places much more generally. So, um, but definitely if you're in that like, northern Milwaukee area, you if, yeah, if you If you get up to Germantown at all, 
I think Roberts is a great place to go and check out. Um, they have fireplace inside, so if it is on the colder side and you still want to grab a frozen treat, sit next to the fire and enjoy your custard. And and also know that this thing's extra heavy, so it's not going to melt next to that fire. What's the last one we got, Eric? So the last one is kind of obvious. It's obvious. It's, right? it's a little too obvious almost. I, I mean, agree. We've got Culver's. I mean, that's like my go-to custard place of because course. it's like there's in every city because they're everywhere i know right. right so they make it super convenient for you and, and if you want to learn more about culver's we actually did an episode on culver's which is pretty incredible history actually this in its beginnings in sauk city i absolutely love the story of culver's um the 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 whole thing we obviously created a whole episode on it so we're fans we are fans the butter burger are there a whole lot of things better than a nice butter burger. Dude, I love the grease. It helps they're, absorb that liquor. They're like, kicking ass with that, man. They are. Uh, it, it, and, and here's the thing. Go for the basket, bro. It's different than uh, in substitute. You got to do cheese curds instead of fries. You do that. Yeah, I, I've done that. Don't before. fuck around. Get cheese curds. Right. Um, but here's the thing. The the Not only are they convenient, but they're, they're family, you know, oriented here. It's a family environment. You can take your family there on a Friday night, get a fish fry, nice cod filet. Um, you can go there during the week, any night of the week, and you can get amazing butter burgers and concrete mixers and other custard uh, desserts. You know, all their Sundays served with that same custard. The thing I like about them is that uh, their, their burgers are a little different than your normal custard place burgers. And uh, they're they're almost... A little higher end, I think. You know, definitely handcrafted. They're definitely more of a smash patty, which I love. You know, I, I think the the lacier you can get around the edges, if you can smash that thing kind of thin, it's awesome. The thing that you get with most other, you know, custard places, you're getting a, a nor, like a thicker sized, you know, half pound patty or whatever. But um, I digress. Here we go. Y- you can get Culver's anywhere. Hey. I'm saying it's a great custard place. What I am saying though, is if you can venture out and try some of these other, uh, you know, single stands like Leon's or something, try it for sure. I think you're going to enjoy it. Cause yeah, I mean like, like Culver's has like 133 sites in, in yeah. 22 states. So it's kind of like widely distributed now. So like, yeah. but if you, if you have no other option, I think it's a great place to go for me. at least. Yeah. And, and you know, all these different places that we've talked about today, they're not the only options. Obviously, we've left out a few. And uh, we might have accidentally left out, like, your favorite place, Adrian's, obviously, in Burlington. In Burlington, of course. We've gone there 100 million times. Right in our home, like, right in Walworth County. There. Exactly. So, I think, actually, Burlington is Racine County. But, is it, Rac- it is Racine County. But it's right You're outside right. of where right. we grew up. I mean, you it's know, It's right on the edge there. And right. Just one of the great places. There's Zesties. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, there's so many different ones. The, the Pines uh, up in Mercer. If uh, you're going up in the Northwoods exactly. and getting some custard, I mean... This is um, a great place. Is just, everywhere. Just too many, too many to really be be mentioned, and, and so you know, of course, we're going to leave some out. It's it's inevitable. So if you have a, a different favorite and and a certain order that you like at that place, let us know. Yeah. I I want to know more about what we got going on, and and if we maybe missed something that um 
that we we must know about you know and that's yeah like that's kind of part of this show is like that kiwani like oh yeah there's yeah. a ton of different ones that we haven't but the kiwani custard michael's custard like there's just a ton of different ones up in madison area there there's even some right here in, in waukesha other than you know the ones that we named i think there's like bubba's custard or something now that is uh pretty close to where the studio is and um you know, those, those are great. Uh, obviously, they serve a, a fantastic product, but um, we mostly went with some of these ones that had uh, that, that big, rich history that we that there's kind of a story behind it. And maybe more in the Milwaukee area, too. Right. So. Um, and, and, of course, obviously, Michael's uh, frozen custard in Madison area. That, uh, I mean, the list goes on for sure. Um, we didn't mean to leave anything out. Uh, no omissions were... Uh, we're, we're done uh, if in any harmful manner or anything. But the one thing that we do want is uh, for for all the listeners to write in and let us know, hey, if we missed the one that you enjoy, let us know. And also tell us what you enjoy uh, about that place. If you can give us some sort of understanding of if it's the ambiance, if it's the location, if it's uh, a certain menu item that, that you enjoy, tell us what your standard order is there. I want to know. I want to know that, you know, where I've got to travel to in order to get, you know, some of this great, great Wisconsin custard. Let's do it. And now on to our Wisconsin music segment. Yeah, we got an amazing one. Actually, mm. I don't know if they're still in, like, still recording or not, but this is just a great band called Verona Grove from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah, and uh, uh, pop punk vibes for sure here. Uh, absolutely phenomenal stuff. I think as soon as we played it, I, I just thought, um, this is catchy. This is hooky. I like it. Uh, it's giving me all the same vibes that I enjoy out of that kind of style. Um and and I think they had also opened for some forty one at some time. Yeah, uh, two thousand three Summerfest. Summer and they Fest. actually recorded at the Smart Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, which, which is, is pretty amazing. awesome to us. Yeah, we we did a whole episode on Smart Studio and Butch Vig and stuff, and and so we really enjoy most of the music that has come out of there. I mean, there's some wild eclectic type stuff, uh, Dicroisen and uh, um, Killdozer and stuff that that yeah. kind of came out of there. But at the same time, you know, we uh, we love most of the stuff that that came out of there, and and uh, this is just another one of those really great kind of smaller local bands that, that happened to uh, kind of grace that studio. And then also, like you said, 2003 with some 41. I mean, that's right so in the heart like, of like yeah, their popularity. They were man. Huge. Like, yeah. And I mean, like for example, too, I mean, they were, they recorded at, or they were signed to Pat's label, which was out of Hollywood, Wisconsin. So, I mean, they like were a band that were about to become big. Yeah. I mean, maybe they never made it as large as some of these other bands, but they were still large in our hearts, you know, as Wisconsinites. And we still love going back and listening to them. I mean, that's the, that's the unique flavor that we get here is that, um, Hey, like you said, they, they might not have been, you know, this gigantic blink One Eighty Two some 41 band, but, uh, they were putting out stuff that was equally as great. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we chose a great song. One of my favorites was "When I Gr- Wake Up." Yeah, I don't know about you, but I I love this track. Absolutely, it's definitely the one that I think, like I said, uh, most catchy, most uh, most hook. It'll you stick know? in your head for sure. Absolutely. So um, we've got Verona Grove. When I wake up.
Man. What did you think of that? I loved it. <laughs> of course you it's did. It's so good, man. I mean, it reminds me of like kind of like the uh, late high school years, kind of when the emo crowd is coming out, like Blink-182, yeah. Sum 41. And this, I mean. And, and again, I, I just think it's really cool that they were able to uh, make it to the level that they did to open for uh, Sum 41 at Summerfest. Uh, and this was back during like, you know, Sum 41's greater days, you know. Um. Really enjoyed uh, uh, that song, obviously, uh, When I Wake Up. Great, great tune. Has all of the feels and all of the, the ingredients to be uh, a pop-punk smash, man. So, really cool. Uh, if you can, I don't know where you can find any of this stuff, but go and check them out. Amazing stuff. I mean, you're going to have to do some Google search, you know, to, to find it. But I guarantee if you if you find the honey hole with all of their... Uh, music and it, it's going to be a treasure trove. Of I shit. mean, I got it from iTunes, so it's probably there's probably probably the, the best yeah. probably the best place to go. Yeah, sure. let's jump into a beverage review, will you? Yeah, we got another Sendix beer, Eric. and what we, do we got this time? We did, yeah. So I know this is kind of like this the Sendix run of 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 brew reviews here, but uh, the cool thing is they have a quite a um, a run of of different varieties and. They're all located right there at the Sendix market that you can get, you know, I think at any one of the uh, Sendix uh, uh, grocery stores um, and just really great stuff. And, and like like I said, they're they're brewing in collaboration with uh, the Muskego uh, Eagle Park. So yep, little Muskego Brewing Company, which is right, Eagle Park. Technically, right. So. so Eagle Park is a brewery. Little Muskego is kind of their runoff brewery, um, you know, that they kind of created as like their little sister. And I think they do it mostly as like their. Uh, ability to brew uh, in collaborations with, you know, so they become the brew house uh, for other places. Um, and so we've featured uh, two previous, and now we've got Sendix Apostle Pale. Yeah, and this one's awesome. I mean, you got the Green State logo, and oh, you got the, yeah. like, the like rock cliffs of the Apostle Islands kind of showing up yep. on the can there. Yep. Um, this one's coming in at 5.2% ABV. It's a pale hell brewed with mosaic and Columbus cryo hops. So a little bit different flavor on the pale ale variety. Pouring a golden color, golden yellow color. Yeah. Phenomenal flavor. I mean, when it comes to like pale ales and American pale ales, this one's definitely in that that boat, that wheelhouse. And, and again, I think with most of the ones that we've had from uh, this Eagle Park Sendix uh, collab, um, that partnership it has been right around the five percent, and yeah, so none exactly. of them are like crush type level. For uh, sure, even their IPA, the one that we had, the hazy, hazy hone, uh, was five percent, and this one being that five point two, you're going to taste the mosaic. Obviously, mosaic. We've talked about that. I think on a few different episodes uh, about the fact that it is kind of that normal IPA hop. It is uh, built specifically to have 
um, that that good hop flavor. Yeah, and I love that they're featuring like the outline <coughs> of the state, like the outlier of the state. This one is green and actually has like a circle with the uh, cliffs of the yeah. Apostle Islands. And like the previous ones, we had the construction one, which actually had like the white stripes of, of the, the cone. barrel of the cones. Yep. And you got the Hone Bridge, which is in the center of the other one, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, because, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, the the neat thing about the, like the Hone Bridge recently is that they've been doing the Light the Hone, which is um, a thing that they worked with with local musicians to, um, as you're driving across uh, uh, the bridge, they actually do kind of like a light show. Uh, to feature a, a new song. I think Telethon had one of theirs yeah. featured with that. So really cool uh, uh, little tie-ins to uh, the, the city. And I absolutely love it. I dig it. And um, Apostle Pale, standard beer, but amazing quality. Uh, again, I think that's uh, a testament to uh, what uh, Eagle Park does, uh, that they just brew beers really, really well. Yeah, and I mean, you're getting that pale ale flavor. You're getting that little, like, hoppiness with, like, your standard two-row malt and a little bit of caramel in there. You're getting that kind of... The hops are coming through very heavy, which I really like. And Mosaic, obviously, we've talked about multiple times. And yeah, the yeah. the other hop involved is, like, coming through a little bit. I'm really getting the Mosaic coming through, like, up front, for me at least. Yeah, yeah, you got the Columbus Cryo, uh, which is, you know, kind of like an understated... Uh, it's kind of always batched in with something else uh i don't think there's really like a smash columbus cryo uh um sep, you know like a like like what we said to smash hop of single hop kind of beer but um tremendous quality here again and uh um and it's a reasonable price i think for a six pack you know you can get it for under 10 bucks um which with craft beers you know you got to respect that most of the time you get a six pack and it's uh minim- minimally priced at like 15 dollars so this will save you a little bit, and then quality-wise, it's it's great. It's delicious. And, I mean, it's uh, cool that they brand it as Sendex, too. I mean, like, we don't have a Piggly Wiggly Pale Ale, which is totally, like, in this area. You know what I right. mean? Like, it's cool that Sendex is doing that. Right, or, a, you know, Frank's County Market, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That for doesn't sure. exist anymore. I think that is Piggly Wiggly now. I think it is. I think Piggly Wiggly. Shep Pig. Shep Pig. Um, but great beer, and, uh, again, I kind of uh, I kind of think that everybody should go and check out Eagle Park. Um, especially that Muskego location. It's a fantastic uh, brewery, uh, it, and it's big. Uh, there's upstairs seating as well as the, the main floor stuff, huge bar. Uh, if you get a chance, go check it out. They're doing some amazing stuff of their own, and then if you can, uh, get a get a, a brew tour while you're there because it's a very fantastic facility, uh, very modern. Uh, their canning operation is right there in-house. Uh, that's really cool to see. Uh, obviously, anytime you get to see any of that inside, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, it's really neat. I know you and I really enjoy it. Uh, they've got huge fermentation tanks and things and um, brew kettles and, and whatnot, so you can gawk and awe at all their machinery and then uh, uh, obviously taste a bunch of really great beers. I mean, we've seen some pretty cool stuff like yeah. throughout this podcast, which is pretty awesome, whether it becomes a Mobcraft or some of the other places we've Broken toured. Bat. We've Broken toured Bat, back, yeah. right in the back there. It's really cool to see. and I, I love that Wisconsin has such a large craft beer industry. And that so many people take so much pride in it and, and do it really well. I, it's just something that's, uh, uh, you know, before I guess you and I really started diving into it, I didn't really think about too much. And now that we've 
um, sort of uh, gone and done, you know, uh, God, uh, dozens of, of brew tours um, within Wisconsin and then also outside of Wisconsin. Really cool stuff, and it's and it's neat to see, and it's uh, also really cool to see that uh, so many people have, have carried on that, that heritage and that tradition of uh, brewing right here in the state of Wisconsin. I mean, it's it's crazy how many tours we've been on because I have stacks of pint glasses from each tour we visited. Oh, yeah. Like, just unbelievable amounts of glasses. So many fucking pint glasses. It's, it's not unreal. even funny. Yeah. That's all I drink out of here at the house. Just pint glasses? Yeah, why bother buying any... Uh, nice, uh, you know, uh, stemware and and, and, and nice tour, chinas. You beer just, tour pint glasses. Just pint glasses, man. But. Grab a seat, gather round, join us for a chat. How many locos you at? All right, folks, you know what that means. It's time for how many locos you at. And Eric, what do we got? We got a Troy man. We're not talking about the fucking Brad Pitt Troy here. What are we <laughs> exactly. talking about here? I am Sparta. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> fucking Troy, dude. This guy should probably get drop kicked into a fucking pit, bro. Um, a Troy man landed in a Wisconsin jail Monday night after being arrested on suspicion of drunk driving. Possibly his number five the Cinco, OWI. Bro. The old Cinco really got this motherfucker. Um, and other crimes, obviously. Uh, this guy wasn't just driving uh, drunk, but he was also committing other various uh, crimes. Um, he was doing dubious shit. Yeah, he was doing it. That's almost his last name, by the way. Dubious. Dubious. Uh, the driver identified as a 59-year-old male was operating a red GMC Jimmy, which GMC hasn't created the Jimmy in years, so yeah. you know this is a fine She's motor vehicle. Oldie. This is a fucking hell of a ride here. I bet you it's got at least two or three dozen pounds of rust She's flaking rusty. off. Uh, going over those potholes, uh, he's probably shaving off his weight and, and creating better gas mileage every time. Uh, those are speed holes, is like we would call those uh, on motor vehicles. Um, this was a state trooper pullover, by the way, so that's always great. Yeah, when you get boys, a state you're done. The boys in blue wearing the fucked up hats, that's always cool. Um, he was deviating lanes and nearly striking construction barrels, which, hey, that thunk, fits. Thunk, that thunk. fits. <laughs> yep. That fucking sounds right. Uh, so this 59-year-old man reportedly wouldn't follow the trooper's commands, then got back into his vehicle and drove away from the traffic stop. That's not always a, not great. a good idea. Yeah, so that prompted, 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 that prompted a police pursuit. That was a hell of a fucking tongue twister. There, prompted police pursuit. Uh, other troopers used tire deflation devices that hit three of the vehicle's tires. I don't know how you hit three and not all four. Yeah, he must have like just kind of cur- swerved off a little. Did bit. Did he like, jump th- th- the th- one th- wheel up? Yeah, a I don't bit. know. Maybe he still had a construction cone covering that one wheel. <laughs> Um, so he, he got three of his tires deflated by this, uh, uh, spike strip, if you will. Um, so, uh, he was stopped and taken into custody according to the police, uh, and a, a search of his vehicle turned up open intoxicants, shotgun and ammunition, multiple hunting knives. Um, Dang, dude. so he's, this guy was like fully loaded. Bro. He's ready. Dude, this is fucking Rambo, bro. He is. He's ready Dubious to take down the Rambo. fucking Viet Cong. He's Rambo. He's Rambo. Dude, fucking Rambo and his fucking Jimmy dog. Hell yeah, dude. Shocking, he's driving dude. a fucking GMC James. I got 12 gauge ready to take down the Viet Cong. Fucking hey, dude. He's driving a GM James fucking Rambo here. This is awesome. Uh, this guy underwent field sobriety tests and blood draw at an area hospital. Then he was... Booked into the Columbia County Jail, uh, tentative charges of operating under the influence, fifth offense, possession of open intoxicants, negligent use of a weapon while intoxicated, and uh, other miscellaneous traffic offenses. So this is pretty bad, dude. 
I mean, we, we're talking about a Cinco. We're talking about an old man here. He is. He with is a shotgun. He's going to prison. Is what this all amounts to. He was he was ready to take down the Viet Cong. Instead, he ended up behind some bars here. So he he's never going to be able to own uh, a firearm again uh, while he's in prison. He's not going to be able to vote. Um, you're losing some privileges here, bud. And you're 59, man. Like, and that sick GMC Jimmy's probably impound. Yeah, he's, that GM James is fucking gone, dude. All that sweet rust that you fucking got in there. All that hard work you put into that GM James. Jeez, Do you I like that me. I'm calling it GM James? I don't mind the GM James. Rick James, yeah. bitch. The old, the old GMC Rick James, bitch. Fuck your couch. <laughs> fucking boots in the couch. <laughs> smacked him with his pimpering. House. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, by Unity. the way. Uh, I know this will be a little bit of insight as to the fact that we're recording multiple in a session here, but... Um, uh, um, Dave Chappelle was the host of SNL last night. He called back a lot of his old characters. Was it pretty good? Oh, it was great. I'll have to go and yeah, check it out. Yeah, it was good. You oh. got to definitely hit that up. Now, so what do we got here? We got a Troy man, man, fucking Troy, Brad, not Brad Pitt. Yeah, this we're is... talking Troy, like the town of Troy. We're talking fifty-nine-year-old right. man. Yeah, driving dubious, a, driving actions. an older GMC Jimmy here. GMC Jimmy, fucking shotguns. pulled over. He struck some, uh, almost struck some construction cones. Deviated his lane a bunch. Um, he's what? really putting people in harm here, and what not do you think? Good. What, what do you got? You got a number here? I do. I think the open intoxicants is the thing that leads me to to. He's joyriding uh, from place to place here and sucking down some road sodas. Uh, I think he's quite like screwed up though. So I don't think like, he's. I don't think he's fucked. Like, I think he's getting into the dangerous level of blackout station, though. So I think he's getting there. I, I was going to say 14 loco. Yeah, I, I think I'm right in that same uh, neighborhood. Yeah, ballpark. I think 14 is kind of the way to go with this guy. I mean, I was definitely under 20 with my with my suspicions, but always in the teens. I think every every number that I was kind of coming up with as the as the offenses kind of tacked on here, I was thinking teens. All, all day. So 14, I, I'm, I, I could settle with that. Okay, so the GMC Jimmy, we got a shotgun. We got open intoxicants. We got old man, 59 years old, Troy, man. Troy! Taking down some city walls. Here. Right. Like, you know, so- and, and, and to be honest, you know, I think the, the biggest telling part here is that he got back into his vehicle and was like, fact this, I don't need to be stopped. This is bullshit, right? Um. You know, the, the, the GMC Jimmy, it's old as fuck. I think they're trying to revive it, but... I think 2001 was, like, one of the last years it was produced, I don't to even, be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think it was... Yeah. Um, it's old. This is an old vehicle, and he's he's trusting that I'm going to get around with this badass motherfucker right here. And he's um, going commando with a freaking loaded 2005 uh, was, like, the S10 Blazer. And I think those were kind of based off the same stuff. So it's probably 2005, maybe the okay. last year that those things came out. Um, so they just revived the Chevy Blazer. Uh, so I'm assuming that the next truck that they're going to bring back is the gym. You think they'll bring back the Jimmy? The old fucking Jim, the old that's Slim Jim dog. That's pretty sick, dude. The old fucking GM James, baby. So so what do you think? Do you think 14 Loco? Do you want to sell the gavel on this guy? Yeah, I think we're going to law and order this motherfucker. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. 
Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening, and remember as always, watch out for deer on your way home. home.